Good morning, and it's really lovely to have you with us as you join us for worship today. I'm sure that over recent weeks and months, most of us have become more acutely aware of our blessings and our battles. The battles that we face because of the coronavirus crisis, as well as the ordinary stresses and strains of everyday life. But also the blessings that come through the little and sometimes the most important things in life. Today, inspired by the song The UK Blessing, Karen Davis, who is one of our lay leaders, is going to be talking about the beauty of the blessings in the battles. I hope that, like me, you'll be both encouraged and inspired by her words. So let's worship together.
The reading today is taken from Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
At the end of September 1982, Phil and I started courting and he surprised me when, even before I had introduced him to my parents, he knocked on the back door thinking that he would introduce himself anyway. I was running late and my mother's quick thinking said a very polite hello and proceeded to walk Phil through the kitchen, through to the lounge, out to the front door and towards the garage workshop where my father could be found. She opened the garage door, pushed Phil in and returned to the lounge. I was horrified. My mother and I ran to the kitchen to get two glass tumblers and put them up against the lounge wall and tried to listen to the conversation between my father and Phil. Shortly after, Phil and my father returned to the lounge when my father told me that Phil had asked for my hand in marriage and my father had given us his blessing. I'll never forget that feeling of excitement and the beauty of that blessing. The Oxford Dictionary has two definitions for blessing. The first is a prayer asking for God's help. Second, a prayer of thanks for God's help. I can honestly say that it was a prayer of thanks for God's help in that situation because I never thought that Phil would come out of that garage alive. But when I think about how that one blessing of my father's has enabled the multiplication of blessings in our lives and our family, it absolutely amazes me. Every day of our lives, every one of us have beautiful blessings and I'm sure that we are so grateful for them. Husbands, partners, children, daughter-in-laws, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, friends and family. We also have beautiful blessings in the shape of homes, gardens, cars, food, health, the air we breathe and, of course, Bombay Sapphire Gin. And sometimes the very blessings that we've prayed for and received can suddenly present themselves as battles too. Untidy husbands, quarrelsome children, energetic grandchildren, gardens full of weeds, even the price of a bottle of gin. At this very moment, I'm sure we're all praying for continued blessings over our health and the air that we breathe, for ourselves, families, communities, our nation and the world. Two weeks ago, Gwyneth Phillips WhatsApped our Connect group to ask if we were watching the Proms Praise on television. I turned it on and watched an amazing virtual Proms Praise and of course a change to the annual Proms because of the coronavirus. One thing that stood out for me was to see and hear the UK blessing sung by singers from over 65 churches, everyone singing in their own homes and put together to form a collection of jigsaw-like screens to portray a virtual choir. I have been listening to this song constantly since then and when I'm not listening to it, the song is going round and round in my head. Carrie Job and Cody Cairns, worship leaders and songwriters, got together with Chris Brown and their vicar Steve Furtick and began to improvise and within a couple of hours the song The Blessing was born. Carrie said that two days later they sang The Blessing to their church and it was recorded there and then and they decided to release it immediately. 
They were so sure about the message of this song because of the seriousness of the coronavirus crisis that they wanted to, to pray blessings over the nation. The lyrics of the song are based around three verses found in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 24 to 26 in the Old Testament. And for me, when I looked up the verses, I found that although they were recorded by Moses in Numbers, the words of these verses are the Lord's words, directly spoken to Moses about 1400 BC. You too will have heard these verses so many times before. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The Application Bible tells us that a blessing was one way of asking for God's divine favour to rest upon others. So when we ask God to bless others or, or ourselves, we are asking him to do five things written about in those three verses. On hearing this song, apparently Nicky Gumbel, the vicar of Holy Trinity Brompton, London, Pete Gregg, the author of the prayer course, contacted Tim Hughes, a well-known pastor and worship leader from a church in Birmingham, and they identified they had to do something with this song at such a time of global crisis and uncertainty. On a Friday, they contacted 65 churches from all denominations, including churches in South Wales, and asked their worship leaders to record themselves singing this song by the following Tuesday. Every church raised to the challenge, and Tim Hughes and his team put this virtual choir together so that it might be a prayer to God to bless his people in this time of crisis. All denominations involved, all singing the same song. All denominational labels cast aside, coming together as the body of Christ, praying beautiful blessings over this nation during a time of great battle. As you listen to it over and over and sing and pray this blessing over and over yourself, your family and your children and their children, when you see the greatness, when you hear the magnitude of this beautiful blessing, you just experience the enormity of its blessing. To me, I just sense a feeling that God is raising up his people to worship in a way that reflects revival. The greatest message on earth for everyone is that God loves us, God is for us, God wants to give us life in all its fullness. He doesn't want us to be in this battle, and he certainly doesn't want us to be in this battle alone, because he is with us every step of the way. The song words are directly from scripture, and Carrie Job says that for her, the melody just feels like it has the Spirit of God right at its heart. I think that this song has been written for such a time as this, as it says in the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 14. This is the greatest opportunity we have ever had in our lifetime to bring people to Christ. Every non-believer's salvation rests on this moment. There is no doubt that when we look at our social media feeds, so many churches are rising to the challenge of creating a church online. Amazing Sunday services in our own homes, Alpha, Zoom coffee mornings, Zoom afternoon teas, Bible studies, 
Zoom Connect groups, coordinating telephone calls to the vulnerable and isolated, food banks, prescription deliveries, food deliveries, etc. The people of God are rising up to be a beautiful blessing, not just to church people, but to anyone and everyone. This love thy neighbour message is reflective of the Good Samaritan story in the Bible. The NHS, the church, all frontline workers and the many individuals who are shielding, telephoning the lonely and the vulnerable in our society are the modern day Samaritans. The effects of this crisis are devastating, but we, the body of Christ, the church, are sowing beautiful blessings in a way that we never thought possible. The people receiving the support are feeling the beautiful blessings too. We as a church, however hard we've tried, never could have opened that door, but God has. The enemy might have created the battle, but the Lord has mobilised the body of Christ. They and we are rising up to be a beautiful blessing. In the midst of disaster for thousands, God is weaving the tapestry of opportunity for his church. And with open eyes and open hearts, it is so evident of the work that God is doing. Surely the church can never go back to being church as it was before this battle began. The beauty of the blessings are powerful and they reflect the love that God has for his people in his world. To me, it feels as though this coronavirus is moving people's hearts and shifting many people's attitudes and bringing many to faith and the church is awakening and rising. There's never been a better opportunity than for us now to be praying, individuals praying for God's kingdom to come on earth. God is speaking into people's lives. We've never known a season like this in our lifetime. What is happening if it's not God's mighty power breaking through this battle? God is doing something really special. But I don't think that we should rely on everyone else to pray. Now is the time for every one of us to pray, like we've never prayed before. As a church, we've talked about how we wanted to see the church full every Sunday. This opportunity is here. Now is the time. There's no doubt that we're all having a really good shaking in this battle, one way or another. But God is awakening the church, and that is a blessing in itself. The aroma of God's beautiful blessings are surrounding us. They are upon us, and we have to be looking up to heaven for the beautiful blessings to permeate through this nation. Of course, we shouldn't underestimate how difficult these times are for many people at the moment. There are those who are grieving the loss of a loved one, those who are desperately ill in hospital, those who are unable to see family and friends due to self-isolation and shielding, those with mental health issues and struggling with loneliness, children and teenagers who are missing the company of friends. In these situations, and so many others, you might feel that God is nowhere to be found. You might be listening to the service today and just beginning to explore what it, what it means to be a disciple for the first time. You might be in the middle of a battle right now. There is no better time like the present to draw closer to God and begin the journey. 
Many Christians would say that it's in the battles in life that they've experienced the closeness of God as he draws closer to us in the person of the Holy Spirit. Many Christians find the comfort and presence of God when reading their Bibles, during times of prayer, when enjoying the fellowship with other Christians, reminding each other of the importance of investing in our relationship with God in the good times, so that when the storms of life come, we have these things in our memory to carry us through. I pray that God will help us to remember our beautiful blessings, even as we face our battles during this extremely difficult time, and remember that when we are faced with and sinking in any battle, Jesus is with us and faces it with us too. And to conclude, I want to encourage you to listen to the UK blessing again and again and again. Immerse yourself in the verses of scripture and in the lyrics of the song and make it your prayer for the foreseeable future. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. May his favour be upon you and a thousand generations, your family and your children and their children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you. He is with you. In the morning, in the evening, in your coming and your going, in your weeping and rejoicing, he is for you, he is for you. And I pray that the beauty of all our blessings be greater than our battles. Amen. So let's pray together. Lord, in the middle of the chaos of this time, we just want to give thanks for the opportunity to be still and to worship you. We know that although you're always with us, we want to actively invite you into our time of worship today. Come, Holy Spirit, set our hearts on fire with love for you. Remind us of the teachings of Jesus and give us the strength and the courage to be more like him in what we say and what we do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Father, in this season, when we're really acutely aware of our battles and our blessings, we pray that you would never be far from us, giving us the comfort and strength of the Holy Spirit. But we pray too, even in the middle of the battle of coronavirus, and whatever other battles we face in our lives, that you would give us eyes to see your blessings. May we count those blessings well, giving thanks to you and thanks to our friends and our family who, because of what they say and do, make our lives that little bit easier. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray today for our world. We give you thanks, Lord, for the relative comfort in which we live, praising you because of our NHS staff and because of the key workers who at this time are working really hard to keep us safe. We pray for your blessing on all of them. Would you encourage and guide them in all that they seek to do? As we count our blessings, Lord, we pray too for those in parts of the world that are really challenging at the moment. For people who find it impossible to social distance because they live really close together, perhaps in slum communities. 
We pray for those who are without running water, without the blessing of a good NHS service. Father, would you keep them safe? And as we pray for them, we give you thanks for the work of charities like Christian Aid. Thank you for the recent Christian Aid Week and for the generosity of thousands of people across the globe who've raised money to enable their work with those most in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray today for our government and all in positions of authority. Lord, would you give them wisdom and courage to set aside party politics and to seek at this time all that leads to the common good. May their decisions help us to continue to be safe and to continue to be well. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Closer to home, Lord, we pray for your blessing on our own community. We thank you for the communities of Lecher and Gosainen. We praise you for the incredible random signs of generosity that we've seen among our own people. We praise you because hundreds of people have given of their time and their energy to deliver prescriptions, to shop for the elderly and the isolated. We praise you because people have picked up the telephone to talk with strangers so that those who are isolated become connected again. We thank you for people's generosity towards our local food bank, raising thousands of pounds to enable the hungry to be fed. We praise you for all these new initiatives that have begun to emerge because of coronavirus and for the blessing that they've been to all of us. We pray that when we get through coronavirus, that renewed and new sense of community that's emerged will continue to be with us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray today for our friends, our families and our neighbours and we long for that time when we'll be able to enjoy a kutch again, to be in one another's company again and to laugh with each other. We pray for a swift end to this pandemic so that that would happen sooner rather than later. And yet as we pray and count the blessing of family, we remember too the burdens of so many that have lost loved ones. We pray that even in their storm, they would be able to trust you, to hold on to you even if it's by the skin of their teeth, and by doing so, that they would know your comfort, your peace and your hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we pray for those who have lost loved ones, we remember, Lord, the cost of grief at this time. It's really hard to lose a loved one even at the best of times. But at this time it's particularly difficult because families can't be supported by friends and by the wider community. Funerals are limited to only 10 in number. And Lord, families even have to social distance from each other in the crematoriums and at gravesides. We offer up the cost of that burden to you today, Lord. But we give you thanks too for funeral directors, for florists and for clergy working so hard to lighten that load at a time like this, Lord. Whatever our battles, help us to remember that Christ is our hope. Help us to hold on to him, to believe and to trust in him. Help us to use this time as an opportunity to strengthen and to grow our faith. And finally we pray for ourselves. Lord, 
would you forgive what we've been? Help to shape and to direct what we are and what we will be, so that our lives might tell out the great story of your love. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. So at the beginning of another week, may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you all evermore. Amen. face shine
Children, and their children, and their children lay his prayer.